0: Apologies for the noise in the background, but I need to keep my window open because it's four hundred degrees here. Yeah, it's not much
1: better it's here ridiculous.
0: either. Ridiculous! Like, there's no air movement. I don't
1: know. Yeah, we native Scots aren't used to having warm weather. No, this and is we've insane. We've had a lot of
0: it, and it's, it's kind ridiculous. Okay, like we came back, we, we were out, uh, my girlfriend, we were out on Sunday, just walking about, and we came back and just completely sunburnt and didn't realise like it's this, realize is right. this is not right. This is not right shouldn't be it's happening it's not loud here yeah
1: I got a our, our parents right now are in France no Spain somewhere and uh, yeah. got a text from them like two days ago that was something like that that was like hope you're enjoying yourself we are just heading out to the beach it's like 32 degrees I just sent them one back going yeah it's pretty close to that here as well yeah like but
0: I didn't get a text that's because they're ah they don't care about you ah uh, uh, no, they do it's just ah <laughs> uh, yeah it, it's it's ridiculous, we're not built for this. Like, it was one of those points, it got to the stage a couple of days ago where I was seriously online looking at air conditioners. Like, was, Or not that's air like conditioners. the biggest waste of money in Scotland. <laughs> Completely! Like, proper fans and stuff. Like, I will use that for basically the next couple of weeks and that's it. Yeah, you'll use it for about a week or two every year
1: but it'll be a really good two weeks that'll be the it'll thing. be the best two weeks but yeah. and then I'll have to put she it, it, put away it somewhere. right beside your bed it'll be great
0: oh but yeah it's ridiculous oh. like just oh. Oh.
1: Live from somewhere in the internet is the Game Edge Start podcast for the 22nd of July 2014. My name's Callum.
0: My name's Ewan and you need to start warning me about these intros. Really. No,
1: I like them when they're a surprise. Sure. Because well, it then it's funny for you as well.
0: It works, yeah. Um. So Ewan, you're a Dota fan now. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's not go crazy. And I am two beers down here, but it's only because, yeah. So we're recording like an hour and a half later than we normally do because yes. it was the Dota 2 finals which was the finals
1: was... Of the grand finals of the international 4
0: yeah so I decided I say
1: as he sips his beer
0: as 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 people who'd maybe listen to this know I'm not a MOBA person particularly no you're not but um I thought you know what this is a big deal and I will give this a shot and also, the. Because, fact it,
1: well, it's, it, it's an interesting thing about this international in particular, is because people don't care about video games, but then when you say to people who don't care about video games, $10 million, they go, oh, hang on. And they're suddenly interested in video yeah, games I mean, because fu- it's a lot of fucking money. $5 million
0: for the winners is yep. kind of ridiculous. It's a lot of money.
1: And it's because people love video games that they were able to give yeah. the winning team $5 million.
0: So, I mean, fuck, let's just jump straight into this. Yes. The, so, I. I I don't follow Dota at all, but Mm -hmm. um, the two things that got me watching it this year was... $10 million? Well, no. I want to see what the production values are like for for this kind of event. Yeah, sure. For a Valve-funded $10 million prize winning event e-sports like was... event yeah, yeah and esports is still one of those really dirty words that i don't like yeah. using but... i don't
1: like using the term e-sports either but, but it's... i mean
0: this was this was a sports it event looked, it
1: looked like it could have been like the nfl or something like that it was all people at analyst desks in suits with like lower thirds with like uh statistics and stuff on it and yeah. like infographics and interviews with the players and with the teams before they go into a match and when they come out of a match and it was, oh, but... the,
0: it was the the kind of story of videos that got me, like, on the run-up to the finals. Of each the team? Fi- yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. They, were, they were really well shot, and it was, like, one of those... It was, like, one of those, like, American football videos of, like, the struggle of the team to get to the Super Bowl and that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. It was ridiculous. But it it was amazing. Like, it was absolutely incredible to watch. Yeah, like,
1: the production values in this one are, like... They were, like, higher than any of the other internationals. Like, they were ridiculously high this time. Because they, they had, like, uh... And some of the custom things they had, like custom CG animations of like made up Dota fights yep. and stuff like that. They yep. were like insane. They were really cool. But... I loved,
0: I loved seeing because I hadn't really like I'd watched a bunch of the group stages, and then I hadn't seen much of the actual stuff in the stadium. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But um when they did, they did like a sweeping shot of the group, the t- the teams going into the booths. Yeah. And they've got the five screens at the front, which just permanently mm-hmm. show their names and their heroes. Yeah. Like as the little portrait pictures. Like that was awesome to see that. And That's it changed, a really cool little dish. And it changes as the, they do their draft and stuff. It, it was really yeah. really cool. But it was that. It was of interest to seeing what they can do with that, and also the fact that they were running a specific stream for newbies. Yes, so the Dota New Stream. Yeah, so it was the same. I, it was yeah. the same. I mean, the same games, obviously, but yeah, two different commentators who you say are pretty good at this or so doing this for a living.
1: The new the new stream was. Uh... Was handled by. It was two groups of people. It was Praying Flax, Shane, and Blitz, who are. Praying Flax is a video maker for YouTube who makes comedy videos based around Dota. Right. Uh, that sort of stuff. Very funny, but he's not the best at the game, let's say that. Okay. Like, um. But he, he knows enough to what he's talking about. He's gotten better over the years. He knows enough where he can explain. He doesn't have to be very good at the game. He just has to be better than someone who's never played it before. Sure. And he definitely is. Yeah. So him, Shane, who's a better player, has recently come onto the commentating scene. Cool guy, decently enough. And Blitz, who's a professional player, who is also just really good at explaining game concepts. Right. So the, those three explained it. And then there was the, the the other half of it, which were the better half, in my opinion, which was Sun's fan. Who is one of the people behind DotA Cinema, uh, one of the big DotA YouTube channels, right? Uh, and Purge, who is a YouTube a YouTube maker as well. He's been working on basically doing what he did for the international. He makes videos for newer players, right, to explain more in depth about heroes and playstyle and all that sort of stuff, but still for the newer player, aimed yeah. at the newer player. So this was like his ideal job, and he, I've only I only listened to the new streamer for a couple of the games, and he seemed. Like, spot on. He seemed awesome at that job. Yeah,
0: I mean, I've got to give them the full credit. Like, it's not a game that's designed to go in cold to. Like, you need to do your reading beforehand to, be oh, yeah, yeah. to fully understand it. But with the limited amount of resources they had per game, when it's that mm. fast moving, they did a fantastic job. Like, yeah. So you went into it with zero information about Dota, right? I mean, after, like, a couple of games of U of League, that's about all of my mobile knowledge, so really.
1: So do, do you feel like you've come at the other end of it now knowing more?
0: I know... I know what type of game it is now, and I, it's very different than I went in to get than I went in with. Like okay, sure. Like I, I, I went in with the 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 vision that I'm sure a lot of people do who are on the outside of the scene, where yeah. all of these mobiles are the same. Like Ooh. It's, it's the same map and the same videos yeah, yeah. and all that kind of stuff. Like, but actually, when you go into like again with my own experience being League, this is a much more chaotic's probably the wrong word, but dynamic of, dynamic. Yeah, like it's you don't stick to your lane until a specific part in the game necessarily. Um, Yeah. It depends on what role you're playing. Yeah. It's it's it's, a
1: lot more the, the meta game and the idea behind choices in teams and stuff like that is a lot more open and free flowing. You can do a lot more things in the Dota meta than you can in the League meta.
0: And it's I didn't realize how item based it was as well. That was the thing. Oh yeah, that got because
1: me. that's another thing. So the difference between League and Dota. Dota, nearly every single item in Dota, a lot. Well, not nearly every single item, but a lot of the items in Dota have activated abilities. Yeah. So you can activate them to do things, whereas League kind of strides away from that because they want to make it more friendly to newer people. Sure. And if you, if you if you throw like your hero has all these abilities, but then also all the items you buy also have abilities. People tend to get overwhelmed by that. Sure. So if you take that away, then it's easier. But Dota's got all that as well.
0: Yeah, and it's it, it was what they focused on a lot in the, the noob streams, actually, was a lot of the different items, the important things. So I came out of it knowing what a Magic Wand is and what a BKB is and what Roshan drops and all that kind of stuff. Good. Um, But yeah, it it was definitely interesting. And it's kind of weird, though, like especially going in cold to something like this, where... Yeah. You're like you're you're watching top tier play, and <clears throat> what you would imagine like it's like somebody it's like somebody watching the Super Bowl and then going, oh, that's a great idea. I'll go do that. Right? You, you can't do that. You need to you need to train. You need for to months. work at it. Yeah, yeah, You need to be at... so you can't it's, you can't just look at this and go, oh, I'll try that when you can, yeah. but you'll probably fail. Oh yeah, yeah. It, it, you'll fail. It, so it's not. It's a good introduction, anyway, and it gets you. Yeah. It does get you excited for the sport. It From really what does.
1: I saw, they did they did the thing that. Um, people have told me like they did for poker when that started getting played on TV and what they did for the Super Bowl when the BBC started there and over here in the UK, which was they every opportunity they would just stop for a second and say, here's how Dota works. Yeah. This is what you've got to do. This is, what, this is how you go about doing it. This is what the teams are going to be doing. Yeah. I mean, every, uh, every that's, single... That's a really good foundation to have of like, we, we, you need to understand what this game actually is before we start building your knowledge on it. Yeah. And that's...
0: It was it was good because even I mean how long's the how long's it been running for? Like a week, two weeks, something like that?
1: Uh almost all month. Well, they took a two week break in between, so it's like three yeah. weeks.
0: So the final stretch has been like a week. Yeah. And even like at the start of the grand finals, they were like, Okay, here's what do is five on five, lanes, yeah. map, uh things at the end, which I can't remember, shrines, whatever they're called. Racks. Ancients. No, the 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 main things at the Anci- end. Ancients, that's the word. Fence of the Ancients. Yes. That's oh what? yeah, that all makes sense now. There you go. Um, but no, it was it, it was interesting to watch. I will definitely... Did, you, I, did it make you want to play us? Yes, thoughts? it does make me want to try it. Oh it, good. It, it makes that's me want to see what I can actually contribute to this because... That's cool. Like I was looking at it and it's like I was saying, like I was looking at it and I was going, oh, Void looks great. He looks really cool. But yeah. also he seems like a character that if you don't know what you're doing, you'll just get... Mode over
1: yeah very true yeah. a lot of the this is the, this is also the problem with things like the international like the because you're watching high tier play everybody knows what they're doing all that sort of stuff but a lot of the heroes that people are drawn to and things like the international are the heroes that are actively doing things a lot so people like when you see a void uh time walk into a thing and then slam a chrono down and start hitting on people you go wow that looks amazing and like he's doing all this cool stuff and blah blah, blah. But that's not the hero you want to start with if you're learning Dota, because he's really dependent on items. You need to know how to last hit properly and all that sort of stuff to actually do things with Void. Whereas you look at people who, like, all the support players that are playing things like Shadow Shaman and, like, Lich and all those sort of things don't look like they're doing a whole lot apart from maybe throwing out the odd stun or casting Mm. a spell every now and again. But that's really good to start with because it gives you a good basis like if you when you eventually start playing and you start playing with me i'm going to make you play supports for the first couple of games which which seems like the place you would go yeah yeah you need to you need to understand the the basics of like how to move your character around and positioning and how you go about casting spells and all that sort of stuff and supports are really good for that sort of thing Like the first thing i'm going to make you play is lich because lich all you need to do is have three buttons and if you hit those three buttons you've done your job right and that's it so it's and it's pretty easy to do, and you'll, and it gives you a good foundation for that. And then when you start getting better, then you can start picking up things like carries and all that sort of stuff that
2: you can mm.
1: start playing and all that. Like, like I said to you when you were watching it, I have a list of heroes <laughs> that I want to make you in play when he gets good enough. Okay. I will unlock the various tiers, and I will let you play various roles <laughs> when I think you're good enough.
0: Yeah. I, I don't know if they've managed to get around the fact that it seems to be the same in a lot of these games where if you don't have a mentor, like, there's just no point in playing. Well, this is
1: where it's interesting is that Dota actually has a mentor system now. So,
0: yeah, I know it has some kind of system, but it's also, it's almost like... I, I do you think it's effective? Like, have you ever known anyone to go through that system?
1: No, I, I don't actually know what it is. That's the thing. I know it has a mentor system, but I don't actually know what it does. Yeah. and But... Uh, Yes, you're you're right. The MOBA genre is really almost impenetrable if you're doing it on your own. That's uh, that's why I'm lucky that I had people to teach me. Yeah, I'm I'm lucky to have met people that would that were willing to put up with me long enough until I learned the game. And you you just need you, once you get in and you find like a solid group that you can play with on a regular basis. That's that's you in. Like when you get when you get people that you like and you can stand and that are willing to put up with you you'll keep playing the game. Yeah. Because it's it's fun enough as it is and all that sort of stuff, but... Sure. Yeah, you need you need someone who's there and you can... Even when you're not playing with them, they can, like, coach your games and, like, talk to you in-game and, like, yeah. put, like draw stuff on the map to help you and all that sort oh, of stuff. Oh, cool. Okay. So it's... Like, if I'm not... If you're playing and I'm... It'll be rare that you're playing and I won't be playing with you, but if there yeah. ever is a situation where you want to play, I don't want to play, but I will help you, it'll be from the coach position, so I will be, like... Pinging on the map where I want you to move, like drawing stuff and helping you out and all that sort of stuff. Right.
2: So you can
1: do that, like all the all the the analysts in the game stuff. Like I have the ability to draw on the map and highlight stuff and all that sort of stuff. And you can do that in game as well if you're right. just a coach. So that's
0: that's kind of cool. It yeah. was the, it was the thing that really surprised me when I like I I, I only I downloaded it and booted it for like five minutes just to look, but the the presentation of that thing it's just it's astounding. Yeah. Like it's it, so polished.
1: Especially ever since the the latest patch changed how the um, like character customization and stuff like that interface mm. worked, and like the the selection process for heroes in game and all that sort of stuff worked, and now it just looks slick as fuck. Like it, it looks, looks really incredible. nice now. Like all it used the, to look fine, but now it just looks really nice.
0: Like all the UI and st- Like it's up there at like Blizzard levels of yeah, they're of really polish. good. It's, they,
1: it's they insane. they did they did a really good good thing when they when they redesigned the UI. For sure. Yeah.
0: Um So yeah, I'm sure we'll I'm sure we'll dive back into Dota at some point. I'm gonna make but,
1: you play Mobile as you.
0: Yeah, I know, I know. We'll get there. Um, so the other stuff um, from this week. So right, back, past past Dota and past Dota,
1: like and all that sort of stuff. Other actual video games, as you would call yeah, them in your you locations. know real video games, real video games in air quotations.
0: Um, yeah. So finished Wolf Among Us. The fifth episode came out, mm-hmm. which is. It's pretty astounding. Like, that last episode is... I, I I want you to play it when you eventually get round to it, and... <laughs> it's will... getting... My, my stack getting smaller and smaller, yeah. so I'm getting closer and closer into Um I think we should record the spoiler cast or something for it, because I really want to talk about various parts of that game. Um, sure. I'll you... play through it
1: in, one sit- in like, yeah. one go, so it's... And
0: honestly, that's probably the best way to play it. Like, it, it, there there's a lot more moving pieces in... Both among us than there is in The Walking Dead. Like there's a lot more characters, a lot more sub stories going on, and all that kind of stuff. So with a two month gap in between each one, you do kind of forget what's going on at points, and especially the ending of the final episodes. Like there's Mm -hmm. a there's a not so much a stinger, but there's there's a moment that happens, and they put a lot of emphasis on it, and you realise they're putting a lot of emphasis on it. But I couldn't, I had no idea why they were emphasising it. And it took me, like, it took me going back to watch it on YouTube again and reading a bit about it to go, oh, fuck. Right. Sure. okay. It was just, so doing so it was once. So
1: there was a thing that you think the gaps made you kind of Yeah, like, there,
0: and... there's enough stuff because it directly plays on, like, you know, it's one, of, it's, it's one of those things that, like, you get in movies sometimes where if you're to, once you've seen the movie once, once you watch it a second time, you'd start to notice all the bits that were leading up to that final bit. Yeah,
1: sure. And it's the, the Bioshock would-you-kindly affect? Kind of, yeah. yeah.
0: But the problem is that it's the points that they were hitting in order to get to that end bit were so spaced out in all the episodes. Like, it was mm-hmm. last... When did this start? Like, it's about a year ago now or something like that, wasn't
1: it? What, The Wolf Among Us? Yeah. I think it was, think it was more ago. than that. It was at least a year, yeah.
0: But yeah, it's it's been... It's been too long for, them to, for that to hit as hard as it would. I think if you played through it in one or two settings... You'd probably be a bit closer to to getting that. Effect.
1: Yeah, I, pl- I plan on trying to bust through it as quick as I can because it's yeah. one of these like story based things. So I yeah. think it would. Be it's not
0: to... it's not huge either. I mean, especially episode four is really short. Um, but yeah, it, it wraps up really nicely. And even if you don't get that final bit immediately, the rest of it like there's a final, final scene anyway, a final real game scene where. It does what I mean. We'll talk about this more when you've actually played it. I can properly talk about it. But it takes the concept of these telltale games where your choices make a difference Mm -hmm. and puts this really cool spin on it that you don't see coming, and then it hits you and you go, "Oh shit!" Okay, that's pretty good. The other the thing the thing that I'm kind of worried about though for somebody else playing through it is that knowing what happens in that scene, it's very dependent on how you've played up to that point. Where if you've played it in a couple of specific ways, Mm -hmm. I don't know how they're going to do that final scene because it will make no sense and you won't get the same effect that I got. Um, so you've kind of just got to play it as human as possible and don't try and play it as a character. Like, don't try and play it as like all good or all bad or anything like that. Just play it as how you would do it. Yeah. Well, it's
1: it's hard to play games like that without doing things like that. Yeah. Um, it's hard to play games in which you have to make choices without. Your own knowledge, like I, I understand people uh, like play games like that as like a, like a a character, like they want to be the paragon or the renegade or whatever like that. But I don't understand yeah. that mindset. No,
0: like I've never done that. Like in Mass Effect yeah. anyway, like I was, I would normally go paragon, but there's a couple of times where renegade seemed like the most appropriate op- option. Oh well, yeah,
1: you always kick that dude out the window in Mass Effect too. Like sure. you always do. It's amazing. Um, I'm going to but... cut your balls off and sell it to a krogan. Like. <laughs> Is that a line? That's a line, yeah. I missed that. Okay, fair enough. It's a line from Thane's uh, loyalty mission.
0: Oh, okay. Cut your balls off and feed it to Krogan. That's it. Feed it to Krogan. Feed it nice. to Krogan. Um, so speaking of Telltale, actually, like I'm now. Yes. F- how many episodes have there been of season two? Three. Three. The fourth yeah. one's out this. The fourth week Fourth one's out tomorrow. Tomorrow. Yeah. Um, I'm not enjoying that as much as I did the first season or Wolf Among Us. Actually. Okay, and I think it's because
1: explain your thought process.
0: Season is it? Yeah, okay. Slight spoilers for season one, anyway. Sure, but like since you're playing as Clementine this this time, um, season one within the first couple of episodes, anyone was up for grabs. Like anyone could die very quickly. Like they 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 set that out, and like anyone anyone can go right. Mm -hmm. But the problem is that you're. The the thing they capitalized on in the first season was the fact that as Lee and as a main character you knew he was probably not gonna be in much danger for the story to continue. Yeah. But the problem was they emphasized the effects it would have on the rest of your part or the rest of your group in order to get that effect where like where you had to make decisions that would affect the other members of your group in yeah, like sure. horrible ways and they're they're both bad decisions and all that kind of stuff there's not a lot of that in the second one it's very much it very much seems to be about putting Clementine herself in danger which doesn't have the same effect because because of the because of the nature of the media like you can't kill the main character and let it go on right Mm -hmm, sure so so every time you're playing it you know she's not going to die regardless of what decision you make and the choices that you've had so far like the big choices you've had so far have never really I haven't don't think they have anyway have made much of a a change to the group or they haven't, They don't put the group in as much danger as you would, it's all been things like putting her in danger or kind of non-essential decisions, like there's no life and death stuff yet. So
1: because because you're saying that this time they're focusing on putting a character that you know can't be injured in dangerous situations it doesn't yeah. have the same sort of impact Yeah, here. they're, they're sure. not
0: putting enough of Clementine's actions affecting the rest of the group in it for it to sure, have okay. as much of effect on. I it. guess yeah, I guess that makes kind of sense. Yeah, um, I mean this like, and they haven't. There hasn't been a moment yet where, uh, well, apart from maybe the end of episode three. There, yeah, hasn't really, but, yeah. there hasn't really been a moment like the scene from the side of the road in the first one.
1: Um, yeah yeah kinda, but the end of episode three gets pretty damn close to it i mean like, the, yeah
0: the that the end of that episode was amazing and like was, the whole
1: the whole last like half hour of that episode's kind of like that it's awesome it's, it's all pretty it's brutal so, and, that's yeah. what it,
0: it it's it's kind of disappointing it's taken to the end of episode three to do that like it took like by the end of the in the, in the first season by the end of the first episode you've I remember your party's gone right because yeah, of the choice yeah, you true. made, yeah in the end of episode two they've taken out a main character. Very, very quickly, um, is it 2? Is the side of the road in 2 or is it 3? Oh, side of the road's 3. 3? Okay, well, in 2, they've, they've set you up with a with a group. Yeah, yeah. In 3, like they start by this shock moment and end with a pretty bad moment as well. Mm-hmm. Like, they, they they set it up pretty well in that, and then 4 and 5 lead up to that conclusion, which was amazing. Yeah, it was but incredible, yeah. It's taken till the end of episode 3 for it to have that same reaction for me, which is... Slightly disappointing, but I knew they weren't going to do it twice. Like it was too much to ask yeah. them to do yeah, that Yeah, they twice. weren't going
1: to do it twice. There was no way in hell they could do it twice, unless they were like really like stupid. I know Telltale are stupid good, but I doubt they could make like Legend, lightning doesn't strike twice and all that sort of stuff. No. So and I also, they going to. And it.
0: also, I mean, it's it's a slight side note, but I was kind of forced to play it on PS3 again just to keep my save, because it was never coming out for PS4, as far as I could tell. Yeah. Until sure. the season was over, and um just performance is still god-awful. Like, it As it actually it actually plays into the game at points. Like, everything takes ages to load, and, like, audio will start playing before the visuals have loaded and all that kind of stuff. It's just... Oh, that's really shit. And there's a section, like, some of the action sections, like, I was pretty confident the controller just wasn't registering some of my inputs. Like, I've, I've never failed one of those action sequences. Like, I, I think I failed one once in the first first season. That sucks. And in the right, second really one, like sucked. I failed it four or five times because it just wouldn't register my. It was bizarre, but um, even among that, like it's still it's still very very well made. Um, Wolf Among Us has kind of ruined it for me though because Wolf does so much better f- character animation and speech, um, like uh, lip syncing and all that kind of stuff. It's sure, such a yeah. better, more well put together product than Two Is. It's it's slightly like, disappointing, but. It's it's still it's still a good game, and I'm still interested to see how they tie it up. Um, I don't quite know where they're going with it, but I'm sure we'll I'm sure we'll find. Sure, out.
1: yeah, I'm I'm sure they're doing something. Like they 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 know what they're doing. Yeah,
0: I'm sure. Um, so is that um, I finally started um, Stick of Truth South Park game? Oh yeah, sure. Um, that game starts really strong. It uh, the the kind of. The melding between cutscene and gameplay, and how the conversations kind of happen over it, and it, it's just—it's an exceptionally well put together bit of, bit of game. Yeah. It's it, and it's—it's it's, it's, it's genuinely it's, funny. It's,
1: it's genuinely—it's—it's it's a lot of referential humor, yeah. but it's referential humor within its own universe. Mm. So it, it kind of works. You can't kind of fault it for it just being referential humor because that's kind of what they're aiming for. Yeah. And you can,
0: so it... you can definitely tell that the, the South Park guys have a deep love of old RPGs. Oh yeah. Like all the mechanics in there, like there's there's like a there's like a socket system for your weapons and mm-hmm. like they've got fake fake um, like special weapons and all this kind of stuff. Like I had the I, I had a, my sword had a tuft of ginger attached to it and it gave you plus 10 to gross out damage. Like it's it's Maybe. its own universe and it, it captures it really really well. Yeah, so I'm really interested to see where it goes, and I've got a, a friend of mine who's played through it. says it goes to some pretty awful places. Yeah, it gets pretty, pretty dark. Not so, dark, but like pretty gross. Yeah, I'm looking places. forward to seeing what that is because um, it takes quite a lot. Um, and the other thing I had, um, I played another MOBA. Oh, did you? I did. Um, I did played a game play? called I played a game called Fates Forever. Fates Forever. It's, this is one I've not heard of. It's an iP- It's the first iPad MOBA. I see. And guess what? Oh, that is a. Fu- That's a fucking MOBA. <laughs> like, is, it, is it really bad? <laughs> no, it's fantastic. It's really, really? Real, it's really polished. It's really well put together. Uh, okay. Characters. It. I mean, it looks like a MOBA. Like it looks like Dota. It Looks like League of Legends. Like all the same kind of character styles. Um, it uses a kind of league system for the heroes where. The, the free ones rotate and yeah, paid sure. heroes. Um it's only two lanes and I haven't quite figured out jungles yet because there doesn't appear to be any. But um like the sure. tutorial the tutorial they do is incredible. Like it takes mm-hmm. you like here's here's creeps and here's the here's the area around the tower. You probably shouldn't go in unless there's creeps in there as well and it you've got sure. like your skills and uh, items and pots yeah, and all that kind of stuff. That's...
1: This looks like a MOBA. I'm just looking at screenshots. Yeah. Um, sure unfortunately,
0: like it doesn't work particularly well on the original iPad Mini. It keeps crashing. But <laughs> um, what I played, like, it seems pretty well put together, and I might—I sure. don't know. I, I, I'm going to keep going with it just, and see where just, it goes. Just you play, you play that, and then play Dota, and you'll see what a good. Yeah, MOBA. It's, it's, yeah I'll see.
1: You'll see what good MOBAs are.
0: <laughs> um, that's kind of me actually. Like, I wasn't actually that much. Yeah, we're kind of a slump at this point. A little bit. A little yeah. bit. So, what about yourself?
1: So, I've finished a lot of stuff. Yeah, um, you have. I can't remember... Did I talk
0: about barely to Sea last time? I can't um, remember. I can't remember if you talked to it on here or you just talked to me about it.
1: But... I can't remember, but I finished both DLC episodes for uh, Bioshock Infinite in about two days or something yeah. like that because they're not very long or anything like that. I don't see what the problem everybody had is with those DLCs. I thought they were fantastic.
0: Yeah, I think I they... you just talked to me about this. I'm pretty yeah, sure. Yeah, I
1: thought, I thought they were... Like, seeing Bioshock, like, just before the fall and then during the fall, but in a weirder kind of different angle and all that sort of stuff, like, while you were in it just after the fall and what it started looking like and all this stuff, I I don't see what people's problem was with it. Maybe it was just too expensive or something like that, but it seemed really good to me, like, really strong.
0: It was was excellent.
1: It was really excellent. The the Elizabeth stuff, I guess, was kind of a little bit annoying because it was more, it was like trying to do Thief or Dishonored, but without the kind of the solid mechanics that Thief has, or the cool kind of blink powers that Dishonored had, so you you're just kind of you, doing... you kind of didn't need
0: to really blink in it, though? No, you had all the sky and stuff like that, yeah. You had all the skyhooks and stuff like that would let you away with it, but...
1: Yeah, it was it was pretty, but it was it's really cool. Like, if you can get it, you should play it. Uh, if you want to play more Bioshock, you should definitely get those DLCs. I've already it to someone. But.
0: If you especially if you're interested in the lore or lore, yeah, the story there's a whole
1: or... bunch of stuff to find yeah, in those DLCs. It's about really interesting. Like, you get to go to like a Xander Cohen show, and
0: that was that was astounding. And that, that was just terrible. That was moment. just
1: like so weird and amazing. And yeah, you just get to see a whole bunch of stuff to do with Rapture, which is really fascinating. Yeah. Um, and then the the ending of that, the the like last half hour or so of that hmm. second DLC thing is just like it, it's so well done, like yeah. it's in- incredibly well done.
0: Did you see what I meant about the mirror scene? I think I talked about it on here. Yes,
1: that mirror scene is
0: it's incredible. Yeah, like it's it's one reason. of those moments that I moved the mouse and I was like, "Fuck, I'm in control of this." Like yeah, it's it's ridiculous.
1: It was, it was really something. Yeah, something strange. Um, but yeah, you should definitely all play that if yep. you're if you're so inclined. Um, finished Wolfenstein, the New Order, and I think that game's incredible. Yep, I think that game's really incredible. I th- it doesn't do, it doesn't do a whole lot different, but what it does do, it does so well. It's yeah. really impressive, and it goes to some really cool places and does really interesting things in the universe. It's just, it's really amazing. Like, you should it, all play that game before the year goes out because it's it go, really important.
0: It kind of goes beyond what you would expect from a shooter called Wolfenstein. Yeah, it like it,
1: it, it does stuff that you would not expect from a game that has the Wolfenstein name in it. It, like, does... It, it's, like, funny at parts and then really serious about war and the effects of it and then goes into some sort of, like, silly humour as well and then gets really poignant and uh, it's just it's just really good like thinking back on all the stuff that happens in that game it's really incredible mm. what they've done and it w- and it came out of nowhere like no one was expecting no. what we got out of that game
0: and again it, the way it's structured is it doesn't it doesn't demo particularly well so all the press just saw it as another Wolfenstein shooter you know yeah because
1: they, sh- they would show a bit that had action in it because that's what you show at demos yeah. and then you would see that and just be like okay it's another Wolfenstein game oh look he's got two massive auto shotguns and is firing through a bunch of Nazis and all that sort of stuff and yeah, you do do that and it is really fun. But it's got actual depth behind it as well. There's stuff to actually put forward as a this is a thing that Wolfenstein does really well. Yeah. Kind of idea.
0: Yes. Um, and considering the the uh, where those guys came from, like the fact that they're ex Starbreeze guys says yes. a lot. Like they yes. their focus on first person storytelling and first person interaction, like their dedication mm. to that viewpoint is is pretty cool.
1: Yeah, their their first person stuff is really impressive. To, you do you do some really cool things in the first person, and that sort of stuff, yeah um well, oh I finished a story about my uncle oh uh, yeah, yeah yeah, that game I heard a lot of complaints from people about the last like hour of that game, and it gets like ridiculously hard and like they forgo they forgot the kind of cool setting that they they put forward in the first like hour or so, and instead just make it like a ridiculously hard puzzle game, right. I disagree with that entirely. Okay. The there, there is one section where you get rocket boots that like you can hold down jump to like boost yourself forward a little bit. There's a, a there's a little bit of an infuriating bit when you get that at first. Mm-hmm. When you get those at first, you'll do a couple of the like they'll they'll do the things of like you swing to a thing and then the height the peak of the thing you should activate your boots to get to where you're going. Mm-hmm. But it leads to a lot of you falling short of a lot of jumps and having to repeat it. Right. But the last half hour is set in, like, an ice cave. Mm-hmm. And people said that people say that, that thing got ridiculously hard and blah, blah, blah. I thought it was amazing. Like, the ice cave bit, I think, was incredible. Mm-hmm. It's just... Because you get a lot of... They start doing things like they put clusters of crystals down that when you use your beam on them, recharge your swings. So instead of you, from, like, ground moment to ground moment, only having three swings, you get up to, like, 20. Because you just start chaining, like, two swings into get a crystal change some more swings, get a crystal, change some more swings. Mm. So you do, like, really long sections of you just swinging through this cave. <laughs> and it's really cool. Like, it's really fun and impressive. And cool. and for a team that's so small, and it, it, it's just an impressive thing to see. And it ends on a really kind of touching moment at the end. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, it's a really cool game. Like, I really enjoyed that game. I don't see what everybody had. I mean, people had issues with it. I didn't really have issues with it, apart from that one section, but... Sure. It was, it's a very cool game. Like, um, I also I just I had a moment of madness and caved and bought Divinity Original Sin
0: oh yeah and so I really want to hear about this from because you. that
1: game I forgot that that game existed it was a kickstarter game and I heard about it and I went oh that's like me that's my game and, um, did, and then I completely forgot about it and didn't kickstart it and all that sort of stuff and then it came out and like people were talking about it and I said I, I, I think I know that game but I don't know what the hell it is and then saw videos of it and went, Oh, it's Baldur's Gate. Mm-hmm. Right. I need to buy this thing right now. <laughs> so I, I did and that shit's by jam. Really? Holy shit. I think that I'm in love with that game. Holy okay. shit, that, that game is incredible. Jesus Christ. <laughs> so it's, it's we're so talking good.
0: we're talking hardcore
1: we're ta- stats, stats, RPG. Yeah, we are talking if you played Baldur's Gate, play this game. Right. Because it's it's Baldur's Gate again, except they do they fix some of the dumb systems in Baldur's Gate with new modern systems that actually work. Right, and it's fantastic. It's so good. I can't talk about how good this game is. So
0: it, I mean, some of the footage I saw just made it look completely ridiculous. Like the, I I saw a section of somebody like talking to a well, yeah. and then that is a th- yep that is a thing
1: you do in that game.
0: And it, the well transports you to somewhere else to find the other well. So, world, yeah. Or... They have
1: a really weird. Be, be, being a Baldur's Gate game, it's quite dense in its character interactions, and its narrative, and its world, and all that sort of stuff. Mm. So, you talk to a lot of, like, knight commanders who do a lot of expedition, all that sort of stuff. But then you meet things like a giant troll guarding a bridge who doesn't fight you immediately, and you can talk to him, and you talk to him, and his text his text box is him just going, great. <laughs> right your four responses are various aspects of... <laughs> and you're like, all right, sure. So you like, you don't know what to do, so you pick three, and then it just goes, the troll looks really mad, and then you fight it. Nice. So it's like, I don't know what the fuck I just said to this troll, but it's angry now. And sure. things like you talk to the well, who's like, my my well brother has been transported to an alternate dimension, and you need to go save him. Do you want me to transport you into this alternate dimension? So you go... Yeah, sure, I guess. Transport me well. I'll go save your other well, brother. I use shit like that, but then also it's actually like a fantasy RPG where there's, like, you you go to a town and there's bad stuff happening and you try and solve the bad stuff that leads to oh shit, people are rising up infernal gods and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. So it's, it, it's still a fantasy RPG at heart, but it's, it's really good. And it's... They do... Um, it's 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 very similar. The character progression is very similar to things like Baldur's Gate, where everybody see so you. You start with a class, and the class dictates like your starting attributes, skills, and traits. And as you level up, you'll get more like attribute points, skill points, and traits that you can you can do various things with your character. For example, I'm playing it with my roommate. I built a, I think it's called a Shadowblade mm-hmm. which is a, a thief type character that also has the ability to cast witchcraft spells which are, like, weird status effects-style spells. So it's, like, it's all about you sneaking up behind someone and, like, backstabbing them a bunch for a bunch of damage or you backstab them a little bit and then put a few status effects on them to stop them from doing anything else. So you can, like, backstab them once and then slow them or stun them or, like, charn them or something like that. It's a really interesting kind of thing. And my flatmate built a, an entire control wizard build that's entirely based around, like, status effects. So he runs into the middle of fights and go goes like that guy's stunned, that guy's encased in ice, that guy can't move, and just does a whole bunch of status effect spells. Cool. So he, that, that's really cool. And we like you meet up with companions in towns that are like warriors and all that sort of stuff, and combat instead of it being a ballers get system that's just like you are like pausing, lining up a bunch of actions for your characters, unpausing, waiting for them to happen, pausing again and setting up again. It's based on its turn-based and it's based on action points. Yes, I saw so that. So you can like, you're moving takes certain amount of action points, casting a spell takes certain amount of action points, all that sort of stuff. So that's a really good way of streamlining a really complicated system mm. from Baldur's Gate, um, and it's really, really cool. It's uh, really smart about doing that. And they do the the coolest thing about the combat is they they put in weird interactions with weather and elements. Mm. So like every element will do a certain thing to an enemy or the target that it's hitting that will then impact what what you can do further to it. For example, you get so in the first time you meet a mage called Joan who is based on air and water magic. And one of his spells is just called rain and all it does is make the battlefield rain. But when the battlefield rains, your enemies become wet. And when they're wet, it means if you cast an ice spell on them, they become frozen. Instead of just being cold, they become Uh, frozen solid. Or if you cast a lightning spell on them, it it has the ability to arc to other wet units and stuns them at the same time. So it gets, you get this kind of weird interplay between all the elements. So you can, like, you fight a bunch of, like, skeletons on fire, and if you cast rain on them, all the fire goes out, and they're really, really weak, so they can't hurt you quite as much. But then at the same time, they also have the elemental stuff they can do, which is, like, cast fire on, uh, like, oil that's underground that causes explosions. So you're you're still in danger even though you've weakened them because they can just set fire to the environment instead of you mm-hmm. and it causes massive things to happen and all that sort of stuff. It's, cool. So it's a really interesting kind of dynamic combat system. How does the
0: how does the the multiplayer work? Because in the single player you, you it's weird for this kind of game, but you have two playable characters, right?
1: Yeah, so when you when you boot up the game at first and you go to the create a character and you create two characters because they they've set up a bunch of stuff in the story that is your two characters. Which are supposed to be the main characters, they talk to one another. So you can set up, you can have two characters that are like of opposite personalities if you want, or the same personality or whatever, and you can set up weird dialogue options and stuff to, that talk. Your main characters talk to one another. It's really strange, but it's a kind of cool system. What happens if you do multiplayer is that you, when you create a character, you open up to the, the internet and your friend joins or whoever joins and they create one of the main characters. Right. So they have they have their guy and you have your guy, and you instead of you dictating how the characters are talking to one another, you say something to your friend, and your your friend chooses how that character responds. And oh, cool! Okay. So uh, you, you so you then actually have these kind of like I'm going to say what I think is right and he'll change, and it will react that way. And what happens is, as your two main characters talk to one another, their personalities change. So there's these there's this page that is like your your personality of your character and it's like four main bars that are split into like four different emotions or like four different character personalities and as you say certain things it will shift towards one way or another so it's like is your character like vengeful or is it like um, forgiving and all that sort of stuff and as you go into one direction of that side your uh, character trait your uh, attributes start changing and stuff like that so if you're Forgiving, then your charisma starts going up. But if you're vengeful, then your strength goes up. It's okay. So you, so you start building the character. Your character starts changing, changing how it would work in the world depending on what you think your character is and what you want it to say. Right. So it's a, a really cool kind of idea about so character how,
0: development. How does progression work then? Like, do you have to have a set? Do you have to, like do you have like a multiplayer save?
1: Yeah. There's a there's a there's a save in world that I. So basically, if I boot up the world. I can still play it, right? With control over everybody. But okay. if my flatmate joins, he gets control of the character that he made, and then we can assign the other two, like the companions we got in town. Right. We can assign who controls which companion. Got
0: you. Okay. So like
1: basically, so I took control of me, my backstabby guy, and the the tanky warrior chick that we picked up in town. Mm-hmm. So I control the melee, and he controls the mage the mages. Mm-hmm. So that's, we set that up every time. But I could go into the world on my own and just play the game right. like a like a Baldur's Gate game if I wanted. And your
0: to. your companion would be his character. Yeah, my companion, experience.
1: my second main character would be the character that he created, the weird right. status effect mage that he's cool. made.
0: That's that's pretty awesome. Okay,
1: yeah, yeah. that's
0: usually a problem with these things is how they manage like who owns the world and how it gets saved. Yeah, it, it seems
1: it's really easy. Like my flatmate doesn't have a copy of the world, but it it's really easy to set up and get him in on. So it doesn't really matter that he doesn't have it sure but it's it's super awesome like they've they've worked really hard at this game it's like three years or something like that in the making and it shows because it's really smart really well put together it looks really nice as well yeah it's a really nice looking game and they patch it like nearly every day oh really like every other day there's been a patch it for it saying we found this minor bug we wanted to fix or hey this skill's a little bit broken so we've tilted the back of it and all that sort of stuff nice and it's like every other day they so they're really they really care about what they've done which is really cool to see that's awesome yeah that's great so that game, that game's incredible. I think that game's awesome, and it'll tide me over really well until Dragon Age comes out. But the problem is that I really want to play through the other Dragon Age games before Dragon Age comes out. <laughs> right again, so I might have to ditch Divinity to play through Dragon play Age through again. again. Dragon yeah. Age is until like October, right? Yeah, so right. It's, the, it's the hell day. It's October seventh.
0: Oh yeah, when every it's goddamn the, game the death comes game. out. Yeah, the death sure. day.
1: Um, um, yeah. so I was going to do that.
0: Yeah. Uh, so the other thing
1: I did uh, was Evo also happened. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The Evolution Fighting Game Tournament also happened, and I that was a lot of. I've been staying up really late these past few days just watching esports stuff. Sure. Um, Evo was really cool to watch. So what, what
0: um, games were you watching?
1: Anything that was on, like <laughs> it was just okay. kind of a good thing to just have on on a second monitor while you were doing stuff, or sure. if you or if it was like finals or something that you'd focus on it, but. The, the really cool things happened of like um so this is uh, this is it's rumored to be the final year that Super Smash Brothers gets a place at Evo, okay like melee does oh just gonna
0: get replaced by
1: by the Wii U one, yeah, and hopefully, and um that was really cool to see the crowd like the community reaction to that of like it only got discovered like last year or so that melee was so entertaining to watch. Like it was mm. such. a... am going to start using fighting game community terms because there's no sure. other way to describe it. But Melee is a really hype game to watch. Right, it's like super frantic and a bunch of cool stuff happens all at once. So it was really cool to watch the community give it like a proper send off. Mm-hmm. And, and they were they were really into it and all that was, sort of
0: stuff. I'm like, yeah. Was it last year that? there was the whole debacle with Nintendo pulling the streams for it and then putting it back yeah. up and then, cause they yeah, were on the I'll official like sponsor list this year. Yep. That I, they're, they're,
1: I think it's cause they realized that people actually care. And <laughs> yeah. now, they're, now they're like doing things like Reggie recorded a video for Evo. And really? they, played it, they played it before the finals. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. And it was like, it was, it was just Reggie like talking about how like, we're so excited that everybody is so excited for smash brothers and we hope you'll carry it forward and blah, 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 blah. That's great. And, I really want to play with the community, but if we play and I beat you, I don't want any Salty Johns and all that stuff. So it was really <laughs> weird to see Reggie do that, but it was awesome. Okay. So they actually, I think they actually realized how much people care about it and have realized they might actually be able to get stuff out of the fighting game community. Sure. Because people really like this game as a fighting game. so Apparently well,
0: so. Hopefully, yeah. they, hopefully uh, there's no subtitle for the new Smash Brothers, right? It's a Smash Brothers it's, for Wii. Yeah, I think it's a Super Smash Brothers
1: for Wii U. Yeah, but, okay. um, fair enough. But yeah, so they're, they're, that was really cool to see. Um, the Marvel finals were really good, not because... Well, it was an impressive game, but it was mainly because um, big big face in the scene, Justin Wong, mm. the guy who, like, everybody knows if you do fighting games, everybody knows Justin Wong, like, sure. super good player, all that sort of stuff, finally got his evil win. Yes. After many, many years, finally got it, and, like, the king's back on the throne. Like, he mm. won, he won in, like, Marvel 2 and hasn't been able to get through in Marvel 3, and now he's finally got back so everybody was really excited for uh for jay wong to yeah. see him back on top everybody was happy with that the,
0: the thing i like the thing i really enjoyed seeing from some of the, the kind of youtube highlight things i was watching about it um the kind of uh what's the words the kind of competitive spirit and everyone like that hmm. final the, the justin wong final yeah like i can't remember the name of the guy he was playing and um, it was chris g chris yeah. g like the two of them, like that was a genuine hug they had at the end of it. Like it seemed, yeah, they're like they're good was, friends. Yeah, yeah, it seemed like they were genuinely excited for each other and all that kind of stuff. And considering yeah, and, the, considering some of the the reputation that community has, sometimes it was really good to see like the people at the yeah. forefront are really good at that.
1: They they they're really good friends. Well, and they care about what happens and all mm. that sort of stuff. I was just happy to see Christy get beat, but really? um, <laughs> I, I hate Chris G and Marvel He's so annoying. But um, what else happened? Uh, King of Fighters was always good to watch. I because mm. King of Fighters is a really impressive game because it's so technically complicated. Yeah. So when you see people do incredible stuff, it's so invigorating and like like I don't you know, I, I don't, you're, I don't you're understand. You're genuinely impressed about how they're doing it, and it's
0: I don't understand fighting games at the best of times. But I tried to watch some yeah. King of Fighters, and there's just like, you get no idea what's going yeah. on.
1: It's it's a it's a 2D sprite based fighter, which are normally like. Systems within systems within systems, mm. and King of Fighters is so ridiculous. But <laughs> so you're genuinely impressed for people when they actually do stuff, and that was always good to watch. But the, the most impressive thing was a thing that no one expected to happen. So, an arc system work game called Blaze Blue. I, um, I am
0: familiar with Blaze Blue.
1: Yes, Blaze Blue Two, which is called Fantagoria Phant- Trigger or something like that. I can't remember. But um, so it's a game that the people who are in the scene know it and like it. But no one else really watches it because it's kind of weird and anime and all that it's, sort of yeah. stuff. And crazy, but people because people there are more and more people getting into the fighting games, and all that sort of stuff. They just start watching anything they can. So a lot more people tuned into the grand finals for Blaze Blue, and it and it was really lucky this year because the Blaze Blue finals showed off one of the like biggest comebacks in fighting games ever. Oh like really. The, the guy was like, so the way that fighting game tournaments work, if you come from losers bracket, you have to win a set and then win again.
0: Yeah.
2: Because
1: you've, you've got to show that you've come back from losers. So you've got to win from losers, which is called resetting the bracket, and then win again to actually win the thing. The guy came in, uh, went 2-0 down before resetting the bracket, then won three sets to reset the bracket, then went 2-0 down in the second set, and then won three sets to actually win the whole thing. Jesus. So it was like... On edge stuff the entire time. <laughs> and Watching this guy so perfectly do play his character is is an incredible final to watch. I was so like I woke up uh, on the Sunday, which was like the Sunday was the Marvel finals and the Street Fighter finals, mm. and got uh, got messages from people and like saw people on the internet something like that saying like like i don't know what marvel and street fighter are going to do after that blaze blue final and i was like i don't know what the hell this is Mm -hmm. about why are people talking and watched it and just went christ that's incredible like it was it's just amazing the the if you if you're going to watch anything out of evo you should go watch the blaze blue final. i might just do that was there any
0: um like i I know sometimes they they have like a like a random community pick game Mm -hmm. this year do you know what it was um not that i can remember right okay I don't uh, that, think
1: there was one, actually. There wasn't, like, there wasn't, like, a dive kick or anything like that, anything weird right. on stage. Like, Killer Instinct, but that's kind of already a fighting game. It wasn't yeah. really, like, dive kick, but eh, there wasn't really I, I anything just, too weird I just weird remember there.
0: from, it was either last year or the year before when they did the community vote thing, and, like, the My Little Pony fighting game won, and then they said, nah. Well, it was the,
1: yeah, they did the, it was the, it was the year that Melee got taken off the docket, which I think was the year before last. Right. And they did the community vote, and everybody voted for Melee.
0: Yeah,
1: and it was just like we want this game. Evo just to it. <laughs> sure. It was yeah. So that was that was Evo. Evo was really pretty cool this year. I enjoyed cool. it. Um, I think that's everything that I've it seems. Done.
0: It seems like only a matter of time before you end up at one of these things like the international or really Evo want to go or to something. To
1: something Our Ti would be great to go to. Evo I think would just be insane. Yeah. Because Evo, Evo, like Ti is really exciting and all that sort of stuff. But the the crowd at Evo. Are the most mental people on I've the planet I've never
0: seen it like it
1: and I think it would just be this kind of weird contact high <laughs> that you would just get so up in it and sure I, I I would love to go to something like that I think it would be great if they ever like bring any major tournament anywhere near us it would be fantastic to go be to. awesome but yeah cool I would make you come with me oh yeah i would i would i would definitely think you you would things.
0: you would come just for the science of it all you would come to see why I would people come to experience to it yeah yeah for sure um so I mean, the only other thing I would mention briefly is that uh, the Destiny beta started the, oh, yeah. uh, so last they're... week, sometime. Yeah. Um, so I jumped in a game of that uh, the weekend, oh. someone with two friends. This um, so is the first time I'd played that. The first time I'd played that thing actually with people, like properly with people on voice chat and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that game. That game is really fun. Um, is that LO? It's kind of. I mean, we all we we got through the the four story missions that are in the beta in one session so like they're not huge sure. and one of them is the same mission from the, the alpha but um, they fixed yeah. the whole wizards from the moon thing they took right? that line out and I was they really it disappointed out. they didn't re-record it they just took it the, out the whole line is gone it's oh, replaced with something else I think. A shame I think it's been replaced with something like look a wizard or something like that
1: I think if they'd just redone it it would have been a great screwed yeah. community um, yeah. but no like
0: they he actually sounds a bit better now. Like I don't know whether the, they, are the Dinklage lines legitimately better now. They, yeah, like one they have put a filter on it, so he sounds like a machine. And also, I think they must have re-recorded some of those lines because he sounds a lot more interesting. Oh, yeah, than they it said this they would, so. Yeah, so yeah. it's definitely looks better. And it's so is really really a really good good-looking game. It um, yeah, it's still really good. It's kind of like a. It, it's like a. It just, it really looks like an NMO from all this stuff that it does. I've seen. Like,
1: it's all damage numbers and XP flying off guys and you're yep, kill all these people. And... They have
0: a complete, they have a mission type for grinding and really? all this kind of stuff. Like, That's yeah, the cool. explore missions are they drop you in one of the maps and they say, oh, I can't remember what their story justification is for it, but it's basically like, uh, there's a bunch of missions you'll be able to find around the world and they're basically these kind of glowing green poles that you go over and it says, collect four Things from guys, yeah, and then you collect the four <laughs> things from guys. You know, it, I, I mean, wanted to go and collect four wolf pelts. Yeah, like
1: it was. Be, it, might well have have been, it might as well have been. It might as well have been
0: wolf pelts or four MacGuffins rabbit from, feet, or whatever. Yeah, um, and then there's like kill the okay. enemies in this area or all this kind of stuff. So it's still, it's really,
1: it still won't be as good as there's one uh, Final Fantasy fourteen quest. Mm. You've got to go and uh, kill a bunch of uh, like big lizards or something like that. But you can only kill them if you. It's one of these like MMO quests where you use specific items on mobs. Hmm. But the item you use on it is cactuar piss. That's what uh, it's actually called. And it's labelled as cactuar, but you get four bottles of cactuar piss. Nice. And you throw at lizards. Okay. I don't think any MMO quest is going to be ever better than throwing cactuar piss at lizards.
0: Well, I mean, i have you yet to hit a mission that's or a mission of that type that's better than? Um... Shooty McShooty Face from Borderlands oh, 2. Oh, yeah, I
1: forgot about McShooty like, Face. That yeah. was
0: one of the single greatest missions I've ever done in a video good, game. Yeah. It was just ending. Like, um, it's a really easy joke, but it's still pretty It pretty. was such an easy joke. And it, it, like, I don't know what you expected once you shot him in the face, but it's exactly what happened. And you went, oh, okay, and took experience was, and moved that on. That's
1: good. Yeah, I remember shooting McShooty um. But yeah no,
0: that game's gonna be interesting like i've pre-ordered it and everything Good. so yeah. it will yeah. be interesting to see how that comes out and i've got a solid group of people i'll be able to play it with now so cool. Cool. it'll be interesting i think it's in the beta the level cap's still eight which you hit reasonably yeah i easily. saw a, i
1: saw a post on i think it was kataka or something like that that someone had labeled like the best way to get level oh eight yeah I saw, I saw and that and it was just like a guy flying off a cliff and doing a barrel roll in his yeah. little scooter thing yeah you get like
0: yeah. okay i guess do you get xp for doing like cool shit on think your bike so like i can't remember i was pretty terrible that's pretty the awesome thing. if you do um so one of the side things actually that's going on just in the background is i'm currently playing through halo 2 with a friend on an original xbox Okay. Um, just sure. because we got like the social area and work somebody donated an xbox and a bunch of games so okay me and, sure we one of the guys are playing through through halo 2 right halo now Halo Two. Okay. so that game is 10 years old because this is that's why they're launching the Master Chief collection is because Halo 2 is 10 years old that game fucking yep. looks 10 years old I'm like, not surprised it's oh I've
1: saying that it's probably in need of
0: a revamp <laughs> oh yeah. yeah for sure like the faces and the animation and the oh looks horrible but it's a Halo game and it's I can still drive a warhog pretty goddamn well and yeah it's, it's pretty bad. cool yeah sure cool um yeah so that's all the games uh not a lot of news over the past couple of weeks like, it's a lot been, shot, yeah. like I say it's been e 3 uh, or the kind of fallout from E3 there's not, not going to be anything till Gamescom which is in next month
1: I think so yeah next month yeah
0: Yeah. so Cliff Bozinski we said last time that he had a new studio Boss um, Key Boss Key Studios Boss um, Studios he's announced what his new game will be and it's is that a third person shooter sure. no it's a free to well I don't know if it's first person but it's a free to play arena shooter um, okay. Originally called Blue Streak, which was the the code name that they leaked on the websites. I sense like something you leave in your pants. Uh, Blue Streak?
1: Yeah, it's like a Blue, Blue
0: Streak. Blue Streak? What the fuck do you eat?
1: I don't know. I just, that's just what my mind went to. Okay. Forget, to,
0: like, ignore me, just go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, interesting. Um, a tweet from um, from Blazulki said uh, Gamers shouldn't expect a fake CG trailer showing quote, quote, gameplay. But because that's not how Boss key does it. So.
1: That's not how does it with pyrotechnics and explosions and. Yeah. Uh, so they said that, they hinted like that. it hinted
0: at maybe a first person thing back in December. No shit. I'm not sure. Um see there was a so what was the so race? wait so, the, all the,
1: so all he said was we're making this game but we're not going to show you any of, any of it not
0: right now there will, there will be something soon
1: but... so why say anything at all because like all you need to say is we're working on this game you don't need to say we're working on this game and you guys don't get to see it because it's Cliff addictive. Blazinski.
0: like you can you want to get hyped for that kind of stuff
1: um... you we're hyping off already all you need to do is say Cliff Blazinski's making a new game you don't need to say Cliff he's making a new game also he's not letting you see it you nerds That's...
0: Yeah. oh well uh, Billy got us to be it in the news, so it's guess. It got it yeah, to work. I guess. Yeah, I um, guess. Uh, so the 24 hour Nuremberg endurance race happened. Uh, what? Last week? You know, 24 hour. Oh, the drive thing in Nuremberg. Yes. Race. Uh, no, no, Nuremberg. Around the Nure- Nuremberg, Nuremberg ring. Nuremberg ring. Yeah. I didn't realise Nuremberg ring was one word. Yep. Anyway. Um, so. Uh, July. Jalo- I- I've never known how to pronounce this blog, but the car blog that's related to the Gawker Media. Is it yeah, Jalopnik? Yeah, yeah. Jalopnik? Jalopnik, I think. I can't remember. Um, so they ran a competition for a few bucks. You could get your names on one of the cars that was competing in it, um, just as like a sponsorship thing down the okay. side. Okay, cool. Um, and one of the contributors, by a guy by the name of Savant, saw his chance and seized it. So This is from a quote from the Akitaku article. He saw his chance and seized it, spending $10 to get his name on the side of the car, only instead of sending his name, he sent in... Half Life Three confirmed O two O three twenty fifteen, <laughs> which which was fantastic and that a bunch of people picked up and went went. <gasps> but no, that's it's, really clever. I like really it. cool. I that really guy's smart. Yeah, I thought it was a great great move. Um, from uh, interview with Sony's Andrew House, um, one of the guys. Andrew House, Andrew oh, House, Andrew House. And uh, apparently,
1: God, right? Why doesn't he? <laughs> I had this idea and I told you this and you burst out laughing and it only made me only solidified in my mind that it was a good idea why doesn't he, every Sony press conference come out with a mic and say whose house (laughs) (laughs) and then get the crowd to shout Andrew's house Andrew's house and then he just goes into the press conference? Yeah. Wouldn't that be the best thing ever? It would be awesome. It would, would it not also make Sony look like total ballers? It
0: would. It would be
1: amazing. It's the best idea. Why doesn't he... I understand <laughs> that he wants to be professional in
0: press conferences, but fuck that. Who gives a shit when your name's Andrew House? They've got pretty close a couple of years back, but they haven't quite tipped over that stage They did, the, they did stage the whole...
1: Um, what's his face? Um, Jack Trenton dropping the mic on game trailers. They did that, that thing. That wasn't their
0: official press Footage, I realise that,
1: but still, like so many people are willing to do shit
0: like that. They are, and I. So I, why I, doesn't Andrew House? I am willing. I want that to happen. I'm disappointed with you, Andrew. Get it sorted next time. Next time, Andrew. Um, so I can't see on this article who's getting interviewed by. Um, oh, sorry, it was this year's Develop conference, which is a okay. conference which I can't see if it's exclusive or not isn't that but... a thing for
1: indies yeah i think it's, yeah.
0: A, it's a games development conference anyway but he basically uh said that in between the xbox one conference in 2013 and their conference late uh, later on in the day they did tweak their message which was one of those things that there's a lot of rumors about like microsoft went first to announce a price and then Play, uh Sony went and undercut them because they had the later press conference. Sure. They said they didn't do that, but what they said was um there was a great line in here. Um this is a quote directly from um Mr House. Uh, so it made me just feel <laughs> I know oh. um, so once Microsoft revealed their initial policies um, he said it made us feel a little bit clearer about our message when a lot of the negativity was emerging around DRM issues and used games I remember reading an article literally the weekend before E3 that was basically saying that this is the direction Microsoft is taking and it was only a matter of time before Sony adopts the same approach um, it sort of put me on the back foot and I went and rewrote portions of my E3 presentation script that weekend and we recrafted the presentation because the onus on is not to be seen to go down the same path so they weren't even sure. going to make a big deal about DRM thing because they, but just, they, they but, so they weren't going to but they made it because it, in
1: reaction to yeah Microsoft. very quickly um, didn't, didn't everybody suspect that they were going to do that
0: anyway they were going like, to no like,
1: I, the, 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 whole, the whole idea of like the whole nature of E3 press conference like that every year people talk about okay so like Microsoft goes first does that mean that Sony change what they say in reaction to what Microsoft says so we've now got confirmation that that actually happens.
0: Well, yeah, but the the prevailing theme going into E3 was that um, Sony had just hidden their DRM stuff. Like, of course, like because like third parties aren't going to make deals with Microsoft who have very very strict DRM, and then they're not going to give it to Sony who don't have any DRM because it loses them sales. Like, it's sure. it's a business impossibility for them for one to have it and one to not. And if Microsoft were to go ahead with it, it gives Sony the free reign to go, Well, you know, they did it first, so we had to do it as well. But actually they just went back and said, No, we're just doubling down on what we said and they okay, recraft sure. they recrafted it to get the the um the effect that they wanted and like I think they got it. Like that that last couple of slides that Jack Trenton did was one of the best E three moments I think I've seen oh, in a yeah. long, long time. It's really good. It was no,
1: it's just like watching everybody go like mental over like price and all that sort of stuff, and then them slowly sneaking into the whole, hey, you need PS plus to play internet games now. Yeah, that was that and, was that like, was well completely done. Completely under the rug and just yeah. forget that woo isn't too great <laughs> that we're cheaper.
0: Yeah. Um, was cool. So the so Skullgirls do you remember uh, it was a good like six months ago or something like that, but Skullgirls had to be pulled off Steam because of a licensing thing? Yes. And then it came back again as Skullgirls Encore. Yes. Which is basically the same game but with a different publisher or whatever it was. Yeah. Um, I can't remember the official details of that. But basically, um so Skirgirls Girl Encore um, the title of the article on Polygon was Skirgirl's Girl Encore Pirate accidentally outs himself to dev. Um so there's a message that comes that came up in pirated copies of the game which says it's just like a little dialogue box that comes up and says, What is the square root of a fish? Now I'm sad. That's all it says. Okay. Um and this guy on Twitter, um, goes by the name of Dan Hibiki, so, you know. Um, just tweeted this thing to the at Girls account. It says, said, so I got this message after beating the story, uh, and I have no idea what it means. And Girl Girls, the official tw- Twitter, uh, officially responded and said, oh, that, it probably means you should buy the game instead of pirate it. <coughs> so he just, mess- like, on Twitter, just completely announced that. Um, he apologised for the piracy, Well, Lab Zero told him to go try and do the right thing eventually. Um, so, yeah. Cool. Uh, it's not the first game to chastise pirates with tongue-in-cheek methods. Um, there was, that, that's, uh, that's all the time. Happens all yeah, the time. so Game Dev Story was one that came out. So Game Dev Tycoon, which is the Windows version of the, the mobile game. Sure. Um. They, it had a pop-up as well that said, like, um, it would start bankrupting your company because it would come up and say a bunch of players are illegally downloading your game that you've made, <laughs> and that kind of stuff. That's pretty cool. It was really cool. Um... So we briefly talked about this last time, the whole Crytek UK situation. Um, yeah, they've like is,
1: stopped working and laid off a bunch of people. It's like
0: continually that. going down the pot. Um the, home, the director of the, of the new Homefront game has resigned. Oh, God. Um, oh, that's not good. Hazit Zala, I think is how you pronounce his name, has resigned from his position at Crytek UK, according to three people familiar with the going on at the studio. That's really and not good. And he was good. also the director for their free-to-play shooter, Warface. Oh, no. Which is one of the best names in the industry, I think. That's
1: because um, Because that, that game... Wasn't that new Homefront game shown at E3? Yep. Like, not not two people, but... It was, like announced, behind...
0: it was announced and said, hey, this is happening. Yeah. Jeez. Um, that's a shame. So it's really important to say that Crytek have not actually said anything yet. This is all coming from inside sources. Nobody's confirmed... The Crytek have not made an official statement on this yet. Sure, sure. But a bunch of their staff have walked out. Their game director's left. We're going to get an announcement soon that that studio is going down the... Oh, road yeah. Road like
1: it. it sounds like the kind of thing that's, like, they're just... Yeah, they're it, out of the game. The, the fact point. that they
0: announced a few games as well before E3, before all this kicked off. Yeah. Either something pretty big happened in that studio that we'll probably never know about or mm-hmm. they were just playing their final hand to try and get some attention. It's the kind of thing and... that...
1: Oh, sorry.
0: No, just to try and kind of drum up support for them so they can go to uh, a VC and go, people are interested in this game and we have no money, you need to help us. That kind of stuff.
1: It's the kind of thing that I think why more... Uh behind the curtain video game books need to be written. Because oh, sure. there are so many there are so many things that happen that we'll never know anything about but would be really interesting to know what yeah, about.
0: I would love to know. Like between this and um what was the other one that exploded? Uh no, it's gone. It'll come back gone. to me. Yeah. Um, Tekken Seven is a thing that they announced during Ego. Okay. Sure. Yeah, I remember um, they announced Tekken. So, so the, I mean they didn't give any information really about it it's Nankabai Day announced Tekken it's a, 7 it's a Tekken, it's a Tekken game and it's a Tekken yeah. game powered by Unreal Engine 4 which is oh, interesting okay. um, cool
1: I guess really, really shiny Tekken game
0: yeah um, I remember hearing people talk about how the when they rebooted Mortal Kombat and that was an Unreal 3 game mm-hmm. and they were really impressed about the performance they got out of it like that was a 60 running game and yeah. All that kind of stuff. So here, hopefully Unreal 4 will serve them well as well.
1: Hopefully they just do more storylines where people get thrown into volcanoes. That was my favourite thing about Tekken. Yeah. It was um, great. It was a really cool story like that and Dr. Baskanovich. They were great. Who's
0: Dr. Baskanovich?
1: Oh, it's kind of, The guy who makes all the robots. He made, like, the Jack robots and stuff but he's in a wheelchair oh, and he's crazy. I, I, have, I
0: have literally know nothing about Mortal Kombat lore. <laughs> it's Tekken. Te- sorry, Tekken lore. Yeah. Um, there will be an animated short inspired by Assassin's Creed Unity um, that was announced at San Diego Comic Con. Um, oh yeah, I remember this. Yeah, uh, d- uh, made by filmmaker Rob Zombie and Tony Moore, who's the co corrector of The Walking Dead.
1: Cool. So that. Rob, Zombie's a, Rob Zombie's a surprisingly good filmmaker. So, so I hear.
0: Great. So I hear. Um, Zombie uh, composed the original score for Twisted Metal Three and has had voice acting roles in Spider-Man: The New Animated Series and The Justice League Unlimited. Cool. So yeah. Excellent. Interesting. Interesting. Good people to give that to. Um, The latest in the insane parodies on the Simulator 2014 games is um, Smoking Simulator 2014. Um, Sure. It was made as a a game jam game. It's playable in a browser, but it's basically you have to go and smoke, and then if you don't get smoke enough, you go crazy and start hitting things and kill everyone around you. Oh, okay. Sure. Don't smoke kids. It's bad.
1: Yeah, I'll fuck you up. <laughs> um, is it? Is this what the so? See when people talk about vaping, this is a side note. We okay. see when people talk about <laughs> people talk about vaping. Yes. Is that the like e-cigarettes? Yes. Or okay, sure. Because I keep hearing people talking about it like it's the new the new hotness. I have like, what the fuck is
0: that? So that? many people with these like ridiculous looking custom vaping cigarette. So cigarettes like, so like, I have a friend who smokes e-cigarettes, right? But. The the e-cigarette itself looks like a cigarette, like it's yeah, like as well. Yeah. Looks like a cigarette, and it glows at the end red when you when you drag on it. It's it looks, it's like a fake replacement cigarette. <laughs> we
1: send we send like the worst. People, we send like the whitest people when <laughs> we talk
0: about drug culture. I know. We sound so white. I had a conversation with, with a couple of people in the pub about this. Like, I I wouldn't know how to buy drugs if I wanted to.
1: Yeah, like, like, where would you I, go to
0: get I dank I nugs? To, I, like, I
1: would be worried that if I did <laughs> want to go and buy drugs and I knew where to go, I would be like, "Can I please have one of your finest uh, heroines? Heroines. Please. heroines, yes. Heroines, some of that um, marijuana." I, I that hear, I hear, I hear about. that
0: the kids are smoking the dank nugs now. Yeah. <laughs> um <laughs> Dank nugs. That is oh, that's that is heroine. literally all I know about weed. Is that I love the phrase dank, dank nugs. It's a ridiculous good. phrase. I like it. Um,
1: yeah, the, the counter to that is like we wouldn't know where to go to buy drugs or anything like that. Like I, I wouldn't know, but I, I know a guy who would
0: know. So apart, according to people in the know, that's how you do it. It's a person of you know a oh, man you, who knows a know man. You know a guy who would. Okay, sure. Yeah, that's a I don't whatever. Know. Okay, and we are officially the whitest people ever. Oh, I'm very white. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So I know a guy who has an e-cigarette that looks like a cigarette. And it freaks me out every time he he smokes it, and the the end glows red, and then he just drops it in his top pocket, and you go, who on it? Oh yeah, <laughs> oh, every it's not single like fire, time. Fire, right? Yeah, okay. it's just it's a, just a light. Yeah. Um, but no, like vaping is like people have got these huge big things, like they look like you know that the the cigarette holders that women would use in like twenties. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. It looks like one Very of them, awesome. but All like things.
0: super fat. It looks like a miniature recorder. Like there's this kind of thick thing with like a nozzle and it's all usually designed and sure. apparently there's this whole market around like third party modifications to vapo- vapors. I, I don't even know what they're called. I think they're called vapors. I don't know. I don't know. E-cigarette. The things you use for vaping. Yeah. Um... There's there's a couple of shops up here actually that that specialize in that stuff. And oh yeah,
1: like e-cigarette shop. Yeah.
0: No, but like no 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 not e-cigarette. These are vaping shops. These Whole are vaping
1: paraphernalia yes, shops. Yes, these are the guys. Ah. That, these are
0: the guys that will that will mod your your vaping units.
1: Can I pimp my vapor? Yeah, basically awesome. like they'll
0: they'll turn up the the heating on it or they'll get you the right mix of whatever the Incredible. liquid's called and oh it's
1: that's great. Okay, Google okay, it, sure. it. Google like it you I, I thought vaping was just like a like some new slang for like. Uh, like bongs or something like that because no, no, I keep no, no. people talking about it but it's just like i heard the
0: phrase before when people were doing really ridiculous things like you could buy what are they called? I can't remember what they're called but because was, there was a thing that you could get and you would put like alcohol into it and it would just kind of basically turn it into a gas into like a plastic bag oh, sure. yeah. and then you would inhale the plastic bag like that was the thing you could buy Okay, in various places and I, I thought is
1: this one of these things that like people think you do that because you get drunk faster or something it's, the,
0: it's what, it yes it's like the people
1: that put vodka in their ass and stuff yeah, like that. And
0: the thing I loved about it was like I I heard about it and I was talking to someone who had done it and it in my head I was just going, This is what the Daily Mirror think children are like. <laughs> this is what they think we all do. I like, went our into generation my room
1: and I found the plastic bag that smelled yeah. like vodka. Like do you
0: remember like when we were like well we must have been like between like thirteen, sixteen, something like that? Yeah, sure. I don't know if it was so much here, but I remember seeing it in like US news sites and stuff about Jankum. Yes, I remember Jankum. Where you inhale poop fumes. Yep. And it was it was one of those things that like somebody's got to have made that up, right? Like one person did that, and then. Well, it's one of the two things, right? It's either
1: a thirteen-year-old says it because he wants to look cool in front of his friend, or like a twenty-two-year-old says it to see if anyone will do it.
0: Yeah, completely.
1: Yeah, stuff. Oh. Yeah, vaping. You've got a completely <laughs> say it from video. Completely. Um, what was it doing? Oh yes. Video game, um, something
0: like that. Total Biscuit, YouTuber, yes. um, has officially come out and said he will be well, I don't know one of the first, but he's definitely one of the most prominent who's come out and said um he will be clearly disclosing promotional videos now um as part of his videos. Like saying so, I got paid to make this. Yeah. So it's okay. one of the big issues that's been running around YouTubers yep. um, recently about like if, if you're you know, given a copy of a game or paid by a company to do a video, a video on a game or something like that. Um, he says that it will be prominent and uh, as part of the video, so as opposed to it just being like in the comments, which can get lost, or in a annotation on YouTube, which don't appear in embeds and stuff like that. It's going to be part of the video, so everyone okay, will know. Cool. So cool. yeah, um, disclosure is always good. The two tweets situation. from him said, um, the "Main problem with disclosing in descriptions is meta videos don't have them, and either just certain apps." The reality is, promo videos are going to happen and they cannot be stopped. We should be pushing for transparency and disclosure. So, yes. Yeah, of course. I agree. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And it's to do with the FTC um, as well, have said that, yeah, you should be doing this because every other industry has to do that mm-hmm. um, in some form. So, yeah. Um, There's an article about GameStop um, saying that one of their surprising successes over the past couple of months has been selling DLC. Uh, surprising success sorry it's a really difficult sentence to say surprising Surprising successes GameStop's surprising success selling DLC it extends to Watch Dogs so there's an interview with um, Cycle GamesBeat and GameStop president Tony Bartel share some interesting statistics on the sale of Watch Dogs DLC Mm -hmm. Um, statistics this is from the Gamma Sutra article um, 70% of season passes for Ubisoft games were sold at retail during the first quarter of 2014 which huh. is a statistic that I never That's would That's surprisingly expected, high. Isn't it? Yeah. Um, and Watch Dogs on its own had a 14% attach rate with its season pass. Wow. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, Watch Dogs sold amazingly well.
1: Oh, it sold really
0: well. I so, just recently
1: finally cut the cord on that game and decided they weren't going to fucking fix it for the PC so I installed it. So, did you try it again? And it still was... I, I, tra- I tried it after Yubi had patched it and it still doesn't work. Right. So... Okay. That really sucks. Completely given up on that game. Really, really sucks. Really sucks, really um,
0: hard. So, according to Bartel, thirty percent of Watch Dogs buyers at GameStop picked up the season pass at the store too. So, the other forty percent of that was people coming in and buying it in the store. So, which is bizarre to me. It's like, bizarre, I, yeah. Like, yeah, they've done that like for a while,
1: and like. Uh, selling DLC on like cards and stuff like that, and like selling so that was the that weird was, downloadable indie games and shops and that sort of so stuff. But I didn't realise they were actually successful.
0: Yeah, that's one of the things they, they were talking about is like the, the 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 I can't remember what the phrase is. The upsell, the the margin they make on it is mm. about the same as normal software, but the fact they don't have to like inventory it, the fact it doesn't take up shelf space, really means it's they enjoy selling it. It's efficient. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Makes sense. Um, EA is officially ending support of The Sims 2. Um oh, no. So they will no longer support Sims 2 with new content. And EA did a surprisingly un-EA thing where um, the owners of the digital version of the game will be upgraded to the Ultimate Collection, The Sims 2 Ultimate Collection, which is basically every single bit of content you have ever made. They're giving things like... away
1: for free? I know. EA are giving stuff away for they free? They
0: upgraded... So anyone that bought it on Origin or the digital store before Origin existed immediately got an origin upgrade to the ultimate collection wow. and we confirmed this like my girlfriend bought it shocked. they upgraded to ultimate and you get everything you get like universal expansion and the pets and everything so but yeah. she
1: already had all that stuff right
0: no she didn't have she only had a couple of them but everything and it was insane Amazing. to watch because it's a game that especially at that at that stage like that was what 10 years that game's been out now 2004 it came out um it's not designed to have all of the expansion packs installed at once so like you literally start the game and then walk away for 15 minutes while it reads everything that you've got it's bizarre like there's the forums like after this change the forums are full of people going my game won't start at all and it's like no no, you just have to leave it at the main loading screen for like 15 minutes while it reads all the DLC packs you have and all that kind of stuff wow So, you get all the expansions: the university, nightlife, open for business, pets, seasons, bon voyage, free time, and apartment life. Okay. And includes all the stuff packs, including an HM stuff pack and an IKEA stuff pack. So, yeah. Sure. Um, Was that the
1: game where Katy Perry got to do
0: her uh, uh, weird pack? I think that was three. I think that Uh, was three, where the the music in that game was done by. It was like her and Natasha Bedingfield, I seem to remember. Which Really? really places three. Um, oh god, the very cool. Yeah. Um so here's one of those headlines that you read and you go, What? Um former Pan- Panamanian dictator Manuel Noriga sues Call of Duty creator. Uh yeah. Alright, um, Why? he is the latest public figure to take legal arms against the company for using his likeness in a video game and um, taking oh, vision to court for the publisher's portrayal of him in twenty twelve shooter Black Ops Two. Okay. Um Norriga is the central character and catalyst of the Suffer With Me mission. So I I didn't know this was actually based on someone. Like, I had I no idea. Either, yeah, um, Shows seeking, how much we pay attention to. I know, The, the story of Black Ops, yeah, I know. Or the world. Uh, Norriga is seeking damages for unjust enrichment and business practices, lost profits, and violation of common law public rights for Black Ops 2. Portrayal of him as a kidnapper, murderer, and enemy of the state. I had Like, if he didn't get, if they didn't get proper clearance for that, yeah. Then I was gonna
1: say that's their. Yeah, they fucked a
0: little up. bit. A
1: little bit. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um. Even if you, he has, that's the
1: sort of thing, you kind of go, "Hey, you real person, do you mind if we put you in a video game?" You would
0: even subtly change his name or something, right?
1: Oh yeah, or you could do that. Yeah, you could like oh. make him look a bit like him and then change his name a little bit. That would also work.
0: Look... Um. Here, oh. uh, so one of those one of those things that makes you despair for the future. of Generations, mm-hmm. are you familiar with Kim Kardashian Hollywood? Uh, is this Kim Kardashian's iPhone game? iPhone and Android game. Yes, I'm um, familiar with it. I know what. I don't know
1: what it is or what the game is, but I know the name.
0: So apparently, according to some of the articles I read, it's, it's your kind of basic mobile RPG game where you you level up, you get items, and those items help you get more items, and so on sure. and so forth. Okay. Very very few play. Um, uh, Late last month, uh, Kim Kardashian Hollywood launched for Android and iOS, and the game with the celebrity likenesses could earn her eighty-five million dollars. What? <laughs> um, Kardashian receives forty-five percent of the net profits. So, assuming that that game earns an estimated two hundred million dollars this year, and accounting for ten million in expenses, that would put Kardashian's cart at eighty-five point five million. <laughs> Uh, the developers glue the for think, an iPhone game. This is free to play, right? Free to play with microtransactions. Of yes. course it is. Okay, sure. Um, go look at that game. It looks horrendous, but it's making um, it I, I don't need to. I my... can guess that it's horrendous. Oh. Um, Microsoft sees Xbox One sales double without Connect. Um, oh, good. Sure. US sales doubled in June following the launch of a Connectless console of three nine nine dollars. Uh, launched June 9th, which was the start of E3, and their sales doubled that month from the previous months. So, hey, maybe that's a good idea. Maybe that was a good thing of them to do. Um, yeah,
1: I, I, I didn't doubt that that was a smart idea.
0: Nope, and it looks like it's paying off. So, those good people that were waiting, now they have a thing, now they, they can buy when it. When you
1: do smart things, people will give you money. Who yeah. would have guessed?
0: <laughs> yeah, I know. Microsoft should have learned that a little bit earlier. Slant. Um... So, we have a new winner in best job title ever. Um, Ubisoft have hired a chief parkour officer for the new, Andro- uh, the new Assassin's Creed game. A chief parkour chief officer? Chief parkour officer. Okay. Um,
1: is he in charge of the mocap, or is he just in charge of like telling them about parkour stuff?
0: A man named Michael Frosty Zerno has been appointed. <laughs> that's, his, that's his handle, apparently. Do people actually call him Frosty? I think they probably call him Frosty, yeah. Oh, that's great. And he's been appointed to the strategic advisory role with his first title benefit from his input confirmed as the upcoming Assassin's Creed Unity. Um, he will work on all future entries in the Assassin's Creed franchise. Um, his past endeavors include being part of a free-running team called Tempest. Okay. Has done motion capture for various titles in the past. Sure. So right. they get an actual, an actual parkour person to do the parkour game.
1: One of those parkoursmen, sure. Yep.
0: Um, Microsoft will cut 18,000 jobs within the next year. Their CEO announced in an email to employees, majority of the cuts will affect the Nokia devices and services division. Okay. Um, So nothing about their Xbox division really in here. Um, In fact, uh, when the new CEO stepped in in February, the Xbox was a big part of their business going forward. So, yeah, most of these. uh, So, in case you've heard that they're cutting a bunch of jobs, most of them are coming from the the Nokia division. So, hearts go out to them, but yeah, nothing that will affect video games as far as we can tell
1: sure that's fine
0: um, I'll leave that one for last um, in other Microsoft news they're closing the Xbox TV division um, what is that less than three months after Microsoft big splashy debut for their Xbox Entertainment Studios division the company's shutting down the unit tasked with making original TV shows for their game console oh so those reme- guys right so I remember getcha. the guys that they lo- they spent an hour on in the original announcement yes and I wanted to die I remember yes, that they yes they are shutting them down um, sure. the shutdown comes as part of a massive restructuring that will see Microsoft eliminate 18,000 jobs um, it was their attempt to in- enter the internet first original program landscape that's seen successes like Orange is the New Black and House of Cards mm-hmm. um, there's a big email about them um, They are all the stuff they've announced so far will still happen so Signal to Noise which was their uh, documentary series On the history of video games, the Halo Nightfall and television series will continue. Uh, They'll continue to support NFL on Xbox, and that seems like it. Anything else they had in plans? And they also came out and said, um, "What is the name of that game that has the live action stuff in it as well?" Uh, Quantum Break. Quantum Break will not be affected. So sure,
1: okay, cool. It's a good sign. That's a good sign Um, because those guys need to make a game.
0: (laughs) Yeah, they need to put that thing out so I can see what it is. Yeah, I really, I'm still really interested in that game. Um,
1: I had a conversation with a guy. You'll be interested. Yes, I had a conversation with a guy about Alan Wake, right?
0: Oh yeah,
1: and how dumb the story is. It's pretty dumb. But, and like, he didn't realise how dumb it was until I told him that it's a game about a writer writing a story where he writes himself out and writes in a writer writing about a writer. Yeah. And he went, "Shit, you're right." I realised that it was the
0: dumbest thing you'd ever heard. Yep. <laughs> yep. So, that game's so dumb! <laughs> it really is. It's well put together, and dumb oh, in the right yeah. ways. Like, it's
1: got cool systems, and it's well put together, but when you take it a story at its essence, it sounds like the dumbest thing on the planet. For sure.
0: And um, um, And the latest in uh, TV is not understanding what our gameplay footage and screenshots... Um, News channel Russia Today used the screenshot from Konami's upcoming Metal Gear Solid 5, The Phantom Pain as a uh, introduce a segment on child soldiers. Excellent. Um, yep. <laughs> okay. Sure. <laughs> uh, it appears in a segment in which hip hop artist and activist Emmanuel Jal discusses his childhood war experiences and the ongoing conflict in Sub- South Sudan. Um, Russia's uses today, uh, but Russia Today's use of the screenshot is totally off mark. Um, this is uh, not the first time this happened in 2011 British Channel ITV apologised for faking footage and using clips from Arma 2 yeah I remember that and the following May the BBC used the logo of Halo's United Nations Space Command instead of the symbol belonging to its subject the United Nations Security Council so they basically googled UNSC and then took the first image that was there yeah Yeah. Um, the update to the article said the representative contacted Polygon to say that the use of the Metal 5 screenshot uh uh, was uh, the, the use of it was deliberate since the broadcast. The disclaimer has been posted on the show's webpage noting that the image is a screenshot from Elgerson 5, <coughs> which was not okay. there originally. Um, it was on purpose. I'm trying to look. Okay, yeah, they just basically added a little section which says it's a video, right? And they basically said that yeah, the photo at 5 minutes 50 is actually a screenshot from Elgerson 5. It's from a video so, game. Yeah, they didn't even this. like take it down, they just said, yep, it's from a, it's from a game. Okay haven't okay. said why? They okay. said yep, it's from a game. Um so one of the big stories that's been developing over the past couple of weeks was the Yog Ventures. Um, yeah, the
1: Kickstarter game from the Yogscast guys, yeah.
0: Yes, yeah, so I didn't even know this was a thing um, yep. at all. Um but there was a Kickstarter funded uh, game it wasn't started by the Yogscast guys, but it was they gave their permission for it to go ahead or something like that. I can't remember, yeah. Um so basically, they got kickstarted for $570,000, uh, double its original goal of 250000 um back in 2012. Uh, the project has petered out and has now been disowned by celebrity YouTube partners, the Yogscast. Um, so Lewis Brindley, one of the Yogscast co-founders, has said, As you may have heard, Winter Kool Games have stopped work on Yogg Ventures, but this is actually a good thing. The project was proving too ambitious and difficult for them to complete with their six-man team. Uh, we put a lot of uh, effort into trying to help them realize that Dream since we heard the news, we've been working hard behind the scenes to make sure that you still get awesome stuff and cool experiences. Um, so sure. The line that started to piss people off was well, piss people off for the wrong reasons but um, he said, although we're under no obligation to do anything, instead we're going to do our best to make this right and get you really glad you backed the project. So they're giving all backers an early access key for T-U-G Is that short? I don't know if that's an acronym for is something. Is that an
1: acronym or is it just called TUG?
0: Uh, no, it's a game called Tug, apparently. Okay, sure. Um, by which is another Kickstarter game, uh, multiplayer open world sandbox RPG. So yeah, they're getting keys for that instead. Um, and Yogscast have now partnered with TUG developers Nerd Kingdom um, <laughs> okay. to replace Yog Ventures entirely.
1: That's fair enough because they released like footage of what Yog Ventures was going to be and stuff like that, and it looked really bad. It so looked I'm not pretty sure. Pretty bad. Um, yeah.
0: But this is another thing that I'm kind of in two minds about. Like, it really sucks that the studio went out, they couldn't do what they planned on, and all that kind yeah, yeah. stuff. And um, all of the 13,647 backers were obviously disappointed. But mm-hmm. I, I still don't think they have a right to ask for anything. Like, people who go and take, people who fund Kickstarter projects and then complain when they're not good deserve to be taken out and shot. Yeah. Like, I don't. Yeah, what do you expect? If you go in and back this thing, you need to know what you're backing. Like you're you, you're, and you,
1: you're rolling the dice a little bit. You're saying I I'm giving you my money because I think you can do good with this. Yeah. not I'm giving you this money because your game's awesome. Yeah, like,
0: like it's it, you are funding a thing that might not ever happen. And if you yeah. don't get that, then you deserve everything you get. It's exactly the same with people who complain about early access titles. It's the same as the kickstarter. You're <laughs> Same with Kickstarter, same with early access, same with Indiegogo, yep. same with all of these things. You'll get, and of course, you'll get things
1: like that come out the other end of Kickstarter, like FTL or Divinity or stuff like that. They come yep. out, and they're really, really awesome. But then yep. you'll also get five other things that are really bad. So, like not... Star
0: Command, I think was the first one that came out and was kind of okay, but not great. And was yeah, one so of the original see, you, Kickstarter things.
1: You need to remember that you're rolling the dice and not saying. Yep. Shit! I want. I'm getting a good game out of this. So. Yes,
0: yeah. I mean, the, the, I've only backed so far games wise. Anyway, two games on Kickstarter. The Double Fine Adventure, which I backed because it's Double Fine and it's Tim Schafer, and I yep. kind of knew what I was going to get. I was going to get mm-hmm. something, probably because they're an established studio. Yep. And the only other thing I kickstarted was a game called Last Life, which was a kind of cool looking adventure game. Just I I did it purely on the the um footage and the concept art and all that kind of stuff it looked, yeah. looked really cool and it dropped like £6 on or whatever it was I've, and I'm like I don't particularly care if that comes back but if I can make looked, this thing it, happen it looks cool and those people deserve to make that for thing. sure um, and it, the thing I really don't understand is so your Kickstarter stuff I have never put anything more than the first or second tier into a Kickstarter yeah like it's either like I want the thing when it's done or I want the thing that's done and some perk like there's there's the people who put like hundreds of dollars into these things. It's the, argue- it's the
1: same argument as the people who put thousands of dollars into Star Command or whatever the fuck that game's called. Well, it's called again Star Citizen. Star Citizen. That kind of idea, yeah. What, you mean us? <laughs> I didn't put a thousand dollars into no. it. I put like... 30 10. quids. Yeah. 30 quids. But there are people who legitimately put hundreds of dollars into that
0: game. Yeah. And guess what? That game was making 40 million dollars or whatever it is. Yeah, exactly. Now. But yeah. And that's the thing. I still don't know if that's going to come out with anything. That could all collapse in in itself.
1: I doubt it. Not for five million. For five million, they're gonna do something.
0: Forty million.
1: Forty million. Sorry, they're gonna do yes. something. Yeah, and they have I, to do something. I'm
0: kind of okay with that because it was enough that, again, that was the thing, like the legacy of of Chris Roberts and what he's yeah. done before. I'm willing to bet it was going to be all right, so I threw some money at it. But also, yeah. if they turned around tomorrow and went, "We spent all the forty million on hookers and cocaine," I'm not going to be too mad. Like I would, I would be like, like, "Yeah, Chris Roberts, sure, you do that." Yeah, Let's. I would be like okay it kind of sucks I'm not getting your game but I don't want anything back I knew what I was doing when I did it yeah so I, have, um, I
1: backed more projects that I backed I backed the Double Fine Adventures I backed Broken Age I mm. also backed FTL and oh then I right backed, okay. I backed Project Eternity because that was yes. that was Obsidian saying we want to make a Baldur's Gate game yeah. again that's but Obsidian right
0: that's an established studio
1: yeah I backed Unforgotten Quest which was the guy who made that really funny animation Unforgotten Realms oh yeah yeah wanted to make a game, so I gave him some money. I backed Massive Chalice because that's double fine. Sure. I also backed Unsung Story because that was the developer of Final Fantasy Tactics saying I want to make Final Fantasy Tactics but in the modern day. Oh, <laughs> right, I went, okay. Yes, I didn't even know you about that. have one. my money for that.
0: Okay. I think that's it. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. It's, it, I, I don't know what the solution is. Um, Like, a lot of people, a lot of people in media actually are complaining about the proliferation of early access games. And yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: It's true that they Steam, do... Steam's still, like, a fucking mess right now. Yeah, I mean, you look they, at the top sellers list they well. still
0: take over a lot of the top spots and, like, sales yeah, and all that yeah, like yeah. stuff. There should be a way to filter it out. But, the people complaining about, like, paying money for something that's not finished, like, there's a big fucking disclaimer at the top of that thing that says here's the state the game's currently in and... Don't we're for... <laughs> Yeah, we're asking for money to finish it. We might not finish it, but we're asking for money to finish it and people who are claiming like oh they should at least offer refunds or something like that if you get it no bullshit no, you, bullshit should they no they, you should
1: you, you should, should have known what you were getting yourself yeah, into you
0: should fund it if it looks interesting and not complain if it doesn't happen because you're you're basically donating money here
1: absolutely I agree
0: Um, it's it's ridiculous I think that they outcry against some of this stuff I really think it's 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 insane it's, it's
1: dumb yeah people are some people are idiots
0: yeah Um. So that's kind of all I have. Um, this Cast thing appears to be continuing to evolve. Um, yeah,
1: more and more stuff's coming out about it, but keep an eye on it.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, I think one of the... Oh, yeah. The, one of the developers from Winterkill Games, the guys who just developing it, sunk 25,000 of his own dollars up into it. Oh. So he, ooh. he's not doing particularly well either ooh. at the minute. So That's got a heart. The whole thing kind of sucks. Um, but yeah. So we'll see how that goes from here. Sure. But that's all the news that I have. Um, I don't know if you have anything that we to uh, No, I've not got anything I else. else. I've you're... said if
1: you want to, so like we've talked about the International and EVO and all that sort of stuff, mm-hmm. just if you are interested in any way in any of those events, like I I'll I will give you a quick list of things that you should look up, which if you're interested in EVO, go watch the Blaze Blue finals, mm-hmm. go watch the Marvel finals and go watch the KOF finals and you'll see what that's about. If you're interested in the International you can watch. Uh, it was the semi-finals, and it was VT Gaming versus EG Evil Geniuses. Go watch that game because those game that those games that, that best of three was probably the best game of the international. I'm you assuming also... all
0: those. I'm assuming all those games are going to be archived. Or... Oh yeah, they're, they're all VODs.
1: They're all vods on various websites, so you can just okay. go find them. Um, also, go and try and find the all-star match from. The, uh, from the international I saw so that, they were doing that, that Yeah, hilarious the all-star match is great every single year and this one was really really good as well Cool. Uh, you should go and watch that because uh, it's got there's the really funny moments in it and also they've got techies which is pretty cool um, well that's pretty that's basically it if you're interested in the international just go and watch that EGVG gaming because it's the best thing it's like the best game so
0: yeah. cool um, so what are you up to the next couple of weeks
1: uh, I'm going to be playing
0: Dragon Age probably <laughs>
1: Sure. I'm gonna play. I'm probably gonna play Dragon Age, and I'm gonna play more Divinity. Um, I could maybe try and record a video of something. I've not. I, I want to record another video. I just can't decide what I want to record yet.
0: Sure. Um, I still have your freelancer thing in the bag. I just haven't. I'm trying to do the other stuff. Yeah, we've got
1: more videos to release before yeah. that. That's, that um,
0: So I'm probably going to just be playing Stick Truth and more Destiny. Um, there's not sure. a lot out in the next couple of months. I don't think. No, there is not. It's pretty um, dry. I'll just have a quick check to make sure, but I don't think there is. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to getting through Stick of Truth. I think it's going to be... Um, I just kind of want to see where they go with it, like how far they take it. It gets really, really
1: interesting. <laughs> it gets really cool. Uh,
0: yeah, oh, I'll play through Wolf Among
1: Us. Of course I'll play through Wolf oh, oh, among, yes, us among Us. Oh, yes, Wolf Among Us.
0: Yeah, there's basically nothing coming out. Not really. Um, just looking at it now.
1: Is there nothing on the list?
0: No. Nothing really interesting. Basically, so. nothing. Uh, July, August. Yeah, there's nothing. Nothing. Really. Okay. Um, sure. I kind of want to get into. Uh, what was that game that Giant um, Bomb looked at a little bit? Um, the one with the AI, the kind of indie game. Oh, yeah, that weird robot game. I can't remember the name of it. Oh, yeah. God. Can't remember I'll, the name. We'll find it. We'll look it up. But yeah, I kind of want to. you get know into... what? What?
1: There's nothing else to play, you. Exactly. Might as well learn to play Dota. I
0: am. <laughs> <laughs> you might as well I, you've got pro- nothing else to do. I Note promise sketches. you by the time we record next we will have played the Dota game. Good, I'm glad. Okay, cool. Um so until then, while you're waiting with beta breath about my first fucking Dota game. First Dota experience. Um, you should watch the, the website where there's stuff coming up. Um I have so like I say we've got a couple of videos still on the pipe still to come. Um, we released our Sports Friends video, right? Sports Friends video, and it, I think it looks pretty good. I think yeah, it Sports Friends well. was fun. Like that one. Um, there is a video of Terrible Ascension still to come. Um, yes. We have your look at Freelancer, mm-hmm. which I will try and get cut this week. Um, I am halfway through, or three quarters of the way through, a Wolf Among Us review for the whole season. I am oh trying... yeah it's over now so yeah yeah it's done um i am also halfway through a valiant hearts review but i don't know if i'm gonna be able to finish that because i can't find the words <laughs> Basically. okay fair enough like I, I've, I've i've rewritten the thing about two or three times and i just can't get it down so that might not happen but we'll see the wolf yeah. among us is definitely coming easier so i'm gonna try and finish that off um but yes so that that should be enough to cover us for two weeks yeah. We'll so until then in two weeks um, keep an eye on the website GameEngineStart.com where you'll find all of our stuff um, the YouTube channel where all the videos go is YouTube.com slash GameEngineStart we are on Facebook and Twitter if you just search for us on there email podcast at GameEngineStart.com and that should be it will be, yep. will be, is there anything like there's nothing coming out so I, I keep meaning to do uh, more PS4 streams but there's not much to yeah. stream really right now so,
1: yeah. Then it's not a lot to stream right now. I uh, was gonna start streaming some Dota stuff when I was doing it, but then realised that it was the shittest idea of the world because Ti was on, so oh, yeah. no one that's watches a, that's a Dota Idea, yeah. yeah. Sure. Somebody started
0: doing that. Sure. Um. But yes, we'll be back in two weeks. Until then, look after each other and try not melt in the heat. Well, if well, unless you're in
1: places where there is no heat.
0: Well, unless you're in Alaska is that the coldest place I, that is the cold I, I, my, I, I, my entire brain process there went cold penguins Alaska and I don't even know if penguins are in Alaska no they not. are not in Alaska either. so there you go I'm a complete idiot oh but at least I am thinking cold thoughts which might oh make me feel God. better what's wrong with you I, I don't know hard you know, you carry you can
1: see Russia from Alaska
0: yeah totally <laughs> um, we'll be back in two weeks so we'll see you then goodbye bye